A muggy start to a Central Queensland week. Uh, we also had the unfortunate news that Shane Warne, the king of spin, passed away. We found the memories from people in Central Queensland looking back at Warney's amazing career. International Women's Day was on Tuesday and we spoke to a trailblazer Broncos player, Tamika Upton, very inspiring woman. Yeah, we have a decision to make in Central Queensland of when we want to have a holiday. Uh, it's a tough choice, but uh, you'll need some details from Mayor Andy Ireland. We got them. And we had a great chat with fan favourite, <laughs> Agro. Agro! <laughs> what a legend. Banksy and Pinky for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Breaking the bias on International Women's Day, I thought, who better to have on the show than Tamika Upton? Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Better Great. for having you <laughs> in our life. We're pretty pumped <clears throat> to have you on here, actually. We're fangirling and boying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to talk about women's sports, particularly this morning, obviously, Tamika. First things first, though, uh, it is International Women's Day. Can you tell us about a woman in your life that lifts you up? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, yeah. There's a there's lot lots. to choose from, <laughs> yeah. obviously, but I'll go sort of outside of family for this one. I've got um, Bo Della Cruz, who I looked up to um, playing sport all the time. She's a dual international with touch and rugby sevens, and she's currently our assistant coach for the Brisbane Broncos women's team. So um, it's kind of gone full circle there. I've known Bo for a long time, but what she did ages ago, you know, breaking the bias, folding into all them women's sport um, really paved the way for us to be able to do what we're doing right now. You could be because you could see. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the quote Wonderful. we repeat quite often. I've got goosebumps there. Yeah. Uh, so let's go back to primary school. You were a kid in the noughties. How did you view sports then as a young girl? Um, so I always loved sports. I was very sporty playing football um, when I was younger before the cutoff age and then playing yeah. touch footy, netball, um, I absolutely loved it, but football was always my favourite. Um, so I'm glad, you know, that we'll be able to have the opportunities that we do um, today because I know I'm not the only one. I know, you know, kids grow up in footy-dominated families and mm. it's really good to see. Yeah, and we need to increase those uh, pathways. Can, can I ask you, the physicality of footy, well, the perception of it's too tough and rough for women, how did you deal with, like, this sort of bias? Yeah, that headspace. Yeah, honestly, I... The people that sort of make them comments, I don't really think they watch the games. Um, if you actually watch the women's games, there's really no oh, yeah, preservation yeah. at all. Everyone's, you know, going 100 mile an hour um, the whole game. So, yeah. you know, we don't really take any of those comments um, to heart because, yeah, like I said, I actually don't think they watch. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, watch yeah, one and I game. Guess yeah. There's the watching currently that they can do, of course, Tamika, but I guess it was also coming from, you know, decades before when I was telling Banksy of the story of Catherine Switzer, who was yeah. a woman who jumped into the Boston Marathon and ran it in 1967 because women still weren't allowed to run marathons because it might hurt their uterus or something. But you she know. had to pretend to be a man to do it as well? Yeah, she got in trouble yeah. for it. But, you know, even just that's actually very recent which is what's so horrifying about that story. Yeah, that is um, probably a scary thing. But I think, um, especially seeing all the women's sport now, um, it's come leaps and bounds probably the last, you know, couple of years. Yeah. And, um, more women are being made semi-professional and it's really good to see. Well, my daughter loves her sport, so she's playing AFL. And as you mentioned, there's still the, the cutoff, so there's quite mm. the gap. 
And the funny thing is for me, uh, she doesn't actually think there's anything unusual about her love for playing the game or playing it. There's not. She doesn't understand why women are played so much less in sport because she's just come out with fresh eyes. So she doesn't have that bias there, which is fantastic. Uh, but she she is learning about it as she goes and what kind of society we have been in. And she still cops the odd silly remark from girls and boys about her love of sport. Yeah, so um, thank goodness for yourself and for her. She actually can see pathways, but it's all just still very recent. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, especially for the AFLW, they, you know, they have such a wide, um, a wide comp and so many teams mm-hmm. in. So, you know, it's really exciting to see that the younger generation can actually see that sort of stuff. We just need to get uh, more mums and dads taking our daughters and, yeah. and, and, and the, to the games, Loves seeing it. what we can be and then making that extra effort to make it a part of the team. So what's on the cards for you this year? Now we're in March. What is happening for Tamika Upton? Um, so it's probably the biggest year of footy, um, you know, that ever will be due to COVID mm. um, postponements and stuff. So we're currently in the middle of the first season for Broncos and then... I'll go back um, and play for the CQ Capras, which I'm really excited about. Awesome. Um, book club footy. And then hopefully um, rep selections can come and origins in the middle of the year. And then it'll go back to another season for um, the NRLW. And then there's a World Cup at the end of the year for the girls that are lucky enough to make it. This nice. Is World Cup. And Bring I, it on. All of Central Queensland behind you in that origin too. Don't you worry about that. Uh, <laughs> Well, I think this this went really well as me as a St. George Illawarra Dragons fan. I We got on really well, Tamika. Oh, there you go. He just had to embarrass himself, hasn't he, Tamika? <laughs> well, we got them this weekend, so I don't know. Maybe don't watch. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, happy I'm International Women's Day. And thank you for being yourself Tamika. and excelling at sport Woo! and being a fantastic role model. Thank you. What else has been happening this week with Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ? Clearly all heard the news of... Russia invading Ukraine, right? That's that's done. But did you know there's one man doing what he can to stop it all? Elon Musk. You know yeah. how much I love him. Yeah, I, I was a bit on the nose with him. I wasn't yeah. a big fan of his, like, skiting and carrying on yeah. before now. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, he went on to... it was very self-indulgent. Yeah, you, you, you get that like, impression. Oh, hey, fellow right? billionaires, let's go for a little joyride to Mars. <laughs> Whatever, mate. But he's using get SpaceX real. to r- mm. rescue the astronauts in the International Space Station if Russia pulls out and, mm. you know, that'll create a whole new problem. But Elon's like, yeah, I got you covered, no worries. That was probably the point of when you said, yeah, this guy's all right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, what do you think of him now? Elon Musk is doing one more amazing thing to help save the world from Putin. He's disconnecting all Russian internet. And he's the guy who can do it. Because <laughs> they've got to use Starlink satellites. Like, this oh, is Elon okay, Musk's service. the actual service. ones in charge. Okay, I was just thinking of the actual people as well, the citizens. But they've already had everything messed with. So. Yeah. No, this is taking mm. away uh, Putin's ability to mobilise. And, yeah, okay. And, and, and will wow. possibly even put down a, a strike of yeah. of significance. Wow. Uh, so by him taking away their internet, uh, he's he's doing what he can. But also, he's putting up more satellites and redirecting them to the uh, Ukrainians for free. So now Ukrainians have great internet service and they can communicate and, and yeah, do everything they have they to do. Yeah, because they are doing that with the world. Yeah, and Russians can't now. Mm. So mm. it... 
It, he is my our superhero. He really is. I'm I'm starting to feel like Ooh. we have this amazing moment. Is it a bird? Yeah. A Twitter bird? No. Is it a plane? No. It's Elon Musk man. <laughs> Musk man. It's Musk man. Musk man. More likely. Na 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 Musk man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Saving us from Putin, Musk Man. I hope so. Musk Man! They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. We're uh, having a chat. What about Warnie? Uh, Schmick Mick, your memories? Watching Warnie play uh, throughout the 90s of that, mate, what a great guy. You know, you used to love to watch him play, and, and you wanted to watch him play. He, mm. he lifted the crowd. Yep. He, um, it was just the, the charisma, I mean, the charisma he had, you know, like you always knew he was going to do something, something different, you know, and, and, and he had the crowd on his side. He could really um, stir the, the, um, the opposition up with his banter because he used to love bantering. He, he'd, he'd run down, halfway down the wicket and, you know, say things <laughs> like, well, you know. Yeah, I know, he'd be- throw those little <laughs> sly ones yeah, in. Yeah, he'd psych them out. And Schmick Mick saying that, yeah, I got to be at the MCG to watch him take his 700th wicket oh, wow. in 2006. Oh, and yep, we got to do that. Yep. Oh, like, it was <laughs> epic. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. No, that, that, and that was all part of it. I, I, I mean, we, we, went, we went to the Gabba. And it was, it was the same thing um, in, in the... In the mid nineties, you know, mm. and you'd be up there, you'd be doing the warning, and you'd be, you know. <laughs> Good morning, Triple M. Who's this? Yeah, it's Mick, mate. How are you? Oh, Good. Mick. Uh, what's what's you feeling this morning about warning, buddy? Oh, look, it's sad that he's gone, and um, and and like the, the caller just before, like mate, he come onto the scene, and everyone was wrapped, you know, the ball of the century, and yeah. and then the text message, and you go, and you sort of think to yourself, warning you, idiot, you know, but that was just the way he was. And he was, was unashamedly to... himself. He didn't change for anyone or anything. He was always going to be him. Yeah, when you're a world superstar, yeah. uh, the whole yeah. world ends up finding out. When you're dating Liz Hurley, right? I mean, oh, well, your mate, personal life becomes Oz... fodder for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Every Aussie, Aussie bloke whoever's bowled a maiden over is thinking, how good's this guy? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, look, then when he passed, you know, and it's like probably Elvis. Everyone knew where they were when Elvis died. And. Mm. I've got to say, when they said he's died in a motel in Thailand, I've gone, LA, he's, he's a champion. He's gone out with a bang. You know, that's what I thought of him. And um, just a top bloke. And I heard it on the Howie Games. They interviewed him? Yes, uh, you on. can check that out on our listener app, the Howie Games. Oh. A great interview with Shane. And, and that just solidified for me, you know, this guy's fair income and, and, and one of the greats. Got Stu on the line. How did you feel when you heard the news that, that warning had passed? Mate, I was sunken. You know, like a... I went for a lot of years disliking Shane Warne until I met him in Darwin once. Yeah. Yeah, what happened? And I met him in the MGM Grand Casino. Yeah. And uh, he was just like, he had a crowd and, uh, mm. yeah, he was just having a chat and I, he, um, yeah, he was infectious. Yeah, yeah. Like within, within, within 15 minutes of listening to the guy that, that I didn't like, I, I, I just I realised how fair dinkum he was. I think you get that impression uh, from a lot of the iconic people. You, you have the, what, the media or... Yeah, you've or got the tabloids the, telling exactly. you what... Exactly. Yeah, and so you're turned off them. And the, but you got to sort of see a little bit of the real Shane Warne there. 
Got got the seam and uh, yeah. I got the seam. Yeah, yeah, you know, like he was um, a genuine and likable bloody larrikin. Now, Stu, you did know? you uh, actually win when you were obviously playing poker with Warney? No, I was. I wasn't. I wasn't playing poker with him. I was on. A, I was on. A, I was on a roulette table. And, uh... <laughs> and by the way, let me just. You, no one wins against Warney, all right? Yeah. No, no one. No, nobody. It's just. Um, it's a. It's a very sad loss to a guy that like. Yeah, you look at the things that he done. The, like the like through his foundation and mm, um, exactly like these these kids that he helped mate you know like mm, yeah like have a look at that you and know, they like, say that what, he he always had time for everyone as well like with the uh, multitude of people yeah. and and autographs and photos. Oh, I've got. I don't know if I've still got the shirt, but I think I got. I, I think I got a. Uh, he didn't want to sign my shirt. Actually, he said it's a Ralph Lauren shirt, mate. I said, <laughs> okay. Get a Shane Warne shirt. I'll sign that. Oh, one. That's great. <laughs> Subscribe now to stay up to date. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. Mayor of Livingston, I presume, Andy Island. How you doing this morning, Andy? You staying dry? <laughs> staying dry and very warm, my friend. Yes. Yeah. So warm. <laughs> yes. Nice and muggy. So uh, we have a a conversation happening around the community of Livingston and into Rockhampton as well about a particular show holiday. Now, can you give us the history of this uh, discussion? Yeah, sure. Um, well, you know, uh, for as long as I can remember, guys, and you, you as well, probably, yep. um, we've had the, the Yapoon show about a week before uh, the Rocky show. So the Yapoon show is normally on a Friday and a Saturday. Yep. And then the following uh, the following week, the Rockhampton show starts. Now, your Poon show has typically been on the Friday of the Rockhampton show, and historically, I think that's been to allow your Poon residents and mm. um, Indy Park residents, etc., to sort of go up to the Rocky show and enjoy that. Is, is that why well, that decision asking. was made so that they could have sort of the both options? That's, yeah, that's my understanding. Right. So um, that was the, the history of it, as far as I can recall. So now we're saying to um, you know, the, the local residents here, well, do you want to continue with that, or do you want to uh, tie the the uh, Yapoon Show holiday to the Yapoon Show itself, and maybe have the mm. Friday of the Yapoon Show holiday as, oh, sorry, the Friday of the Yapoon Show as the yeah. show holiday. So yeah. you know, just asking for people's views on that. Or do you want it another day? And so, you know, um, give people a few options. But um, some people may be totally indifferent to it. But, and so this will be for 2023 too as well, guys. I like talking about show holidays because, uh, Andy, I've been busily trying to pitch for one as well. It's the Banksy and Pinky breakfast show on <laughs> Triple M show holiday. And uh, so I'm far... In. Uh, yeah, you're in? Yeah. Good. Well, there's a tick. It's apparently Monday to Friday um, from <laughs> no, 6 till 9. Not- all oh, CQ. Oh, right, right. Um, <laughs> yes, but anyway, I'll, I'll get you updated later. I just love that we get to choose what day we want to have yeah, off for the show. That's a great discussion, yeah. Uh, and, uh, well, Ultimately, the decision is up to the state. We have to apply for it. But, uh, no, indeed, I think it's worthwhile asking the question. Yeah, anyway. yeah. absolutely. Mm. Well, that's great. Where do we go to uh, give our, our thoughts and opinions on this so that you have all of that info? Well, two ways. Uh, you can uh, hop online and uh, fill out the very short survey on our uh, Facebook page, or alternatively, you can uh, pop into one of our customer service centres or libraries and uh, fill out a hard copy if you don't feel comfortable going online. Great. The hard copy. Now, I think we'll also have to catch up, Andy, and uh, have a discussion on how we get show holiday nominations in um like that's brilliant the fact that we can do that <laughs> we've got a decision to make yeah and uh the choice will be made and into next year as well for the livingston yeah, you don't Shire. get to whinge about what day it falls on if you never had your say no well this is as i said this uh, kicks off in 2023 so uh 
We're giving people plenty of notice. What else has been happening this week with Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ? Agro's cartoon connection, an absolute stable the memories. of our childhood. Like, get out your Tarzos and your troll dolls. We're, we're heading back with Agro up late and the little naughty puppet boy joins us right now. Hello, Agro. <laughs> G'day, you two. How are you going? <laughs> I don't been... think he's a boy anymore, Banksy. <laughs> no. <laughs> How old are you, Agro? Uh, I, well, I'm a pensioner. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you need to keep working to um, afford life, Agro. Not really. Not oh. really. The phone rang and I ended up doing, um, you know, the old Uber Eats commercial. I'm, I'm loaded. You're loaded. Look at you go. Good job. Well, uh, well, it's, you know, me, Simon Cowell, the Wiggles. Oh, I've nailed it. <laughs> well, we, uh, we are fortunate enough to have Agro up late. This seems like it could be dangerous. Yes. Um, what is Agro up late all about, Agro? It's about taking you back to the 80s. I don't know how old you guys were, but... Uh, you know, Cartoon Connection just yeah. was, oh, I was surrounded, probably like you, Banksy, I was surrounded by talented people. <laughs> <laughs> and you're getting uh, them and, all back or what? <laughs> uh, no, well, we, we just go through a whole stack of stuff and um, show some clips that have never been seen before on television, bag oh, a lot really? of people that I worked with, you know, and <laughs> what happened was the outtakes from Agro's Cartoon Connection Ended up somewhere, somewhere in Australia, someone put them up on YouTube. Oh. And they've had four and a half million hits. <laughs> the off And it's created a whole new audience, <laughs> even in Rockhampton. Yes, beautiful. I'm so pumped to watch this. It reminds me of Big Brother Up Late, but obviously much better. <laughs> yes, oh, well indeed. said, well said. Oh, no, I'm so chuffed. I can't wait to come to Rocky on the August the 6th and, uh, you know, de-nut that bull. <laughs> now, Agro, you did mention the Wiggles and all these other big celebs that you rub furry shoulders with. Uh, because the Wiggles did take out the hottest 100 this year, mm. uh, do you think maybe there's a, a single in there for you somewhere, mate? Possible. I'm, 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 I'm thinking of doing, you know that old Muppets one? Manana, manana, da, 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 da. Oh my goodness, please manana, do it. Manana, da, That's so da, good, da, that one. I yeah. already I I'll put my pre order in right yeah, now for yeah. that. Yes, yes, do it. I'm very keen to do some more television. I'm I'm waiting to hear from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with the Puppets. I love it. So, Agro Uplay, it's a bit of new stuff. It's a bit of nostalgia taking you right back to the 80s. Uh, all on stage at Pilbeam Theatre, August 6th. And today is the day that we, we find out about it. And, Agro, we've uh, got a couple of tickets that you've slide us here. Oh, look, you know, I figure they're not going to sell anyway, but, you know, we might as well give them away. Well, tickets or is it a show bag from the 80s? Oh, <laughs> the, the show bag. Yeah. The Agro show bag. 80 cents worth of value for just eight bucks. <laughs> yeah, you know you made it when you've got your own show bag, mate. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I just used to sell the kids an empty bag, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we can expect. I'm sure. Agro, stay safe and be as dangerous as you can when you get to the pill beam when you come here. All right. And you two, uh, why don't you become 
suited characters. I think that'd be funny for you guys. Suited characters? What do you mean by yeah, that, Yeah, like, like Fat Cat, you know, where you just bounce around. <laughs> Look, if you need a mascot on stage, just give me a call, all right? Well, I can do I'm it. making sure you guys have got tickets. I want to see you there. <laughs> what, what chance that, me seeing anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you have to support Agro up late because if this doesn't go well, he's going to end up with Humphrey, Fat Cat, and Aussie Ostrich lost on Puppet Island somewhere. Hey. Well, I'm waiting for menu log to ring. You know what I mean? That's it for now. Catch Banksy and Pinky weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple MCQ. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.